Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. We are back uh, with our Monday Morning Discipleship uh, Podcast, Monday Morning Discipleship. I want to wish you a happy new year. We're going to deal with a new year uh, kind of podcast on Wisdom Wednesday on this week, but uh, it's a blessing to be talking with you all again in the new year. Um, let me share this very quickly. Uh, you know, all uh, if you've been following the podcast, you know what I've been uh, dealing with as far as uh, my, my mother passing and then also uh, the launch of a, of a church. And so, again, we're going to talk about that in future podcasts. And so uh, it's taken uh, me away from the podcast uh, for the last few weeks. Uh, we did come back briefly. I wanted to share that week uh, where I did uh, do some tributes to my mom. Uh, but we're back in the saddle again, and uh, prayerfully, uh, we'll be able to pick up our rhythm again. Um, it's a new year, and it's time for us to have a, a new focus and a move on uh, with the work of this podcast. And so we thank you all, uh, those of you who are our regular listeners. We thank you for being uh, so patient with us as we navigate uh, all of the different challenges uh, that life has uh, thrown our way. But we thank God for his grace and his mercy, and we've been able to navigate uh, through those things very quickly. Uh, if you would like to be a supporter of this podcast, we haven't talked to you about this in quite a while. Uh, if you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so uh, on a regular basis. You can do so via our Patreon page. Uh, you can find us at www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond. You can become a regular contributor to this podcast and so uh, support. Uh, there are different levels of support that are, that is there. Uh, we encourage you to do that if you're so inclined to do so. Uh, it does take a lot of work to do these podcasts. And so uh, just sowing a seed into what we do would go a long, long way uh, in showing your support. Uh, but even if you don't, but that's fine. And, and I know that's that's not something that you're supposed to say when you're, <laughs> when you're saying that kind of thing. But in the event that you would like to support uh, this podcast, you can do so via our Patreon uh, page, www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond go there and check out all of the levels of support that we have available and uh we would definitely appreciate any level of support uh that you give us and again at the end of the podcast we're going to give you a uh, more traditional way in which you can uh sow into the podcast uh if you so desire now let's get back into monday morning discipleship and uh, i want to pick back up on the series that we were in again a lot of things happened and it kind of interrupted us uh, on the series, but we still have more to share uh, in this series, Perfect Peace in an Imperfect Life. This is going to be episode number eight uh, for this series, and uh, I'm going to do my best to try to be brief on today, and I want to go uh, back to overcoming your Pharaoh. I want to go back to some things at the end of that chapter, and again, as I said, uh, on Wisdom Wednesday this week, we're going to talk to you. Uh, we're going to kind of do a, a recap of last year. Um, and the year that we've been in, we try to do that at the beginning of every year with the podcast. And so we'll talk about that. Uh, but for the next few weeks, we still want to deal more with this perfect peace and an imperfect life. And I want to go back to overcoming your Pharaoh. And uh, the chapter we were dealing with was, was spiritual anxiety. And uh, we left off on the section of um, have you forgotten how much he loves you? But I want to go into the next section of that chapter um, where the, the heading says all we've got is right now. And so in the midst of our worry, in the midst of our concern and our trepidation about trying to maintain our peace when things are imperfect in our lives, um, sometimes we get caught up in a lot of future things. 
we get caught up in, in what's going to happen. And I'm going to share some thoughts with you again from Overcoming Your Pharaoh, um, as I was reading before I recorded this, that would help us to understand um, how the devil gets us trapped, how he really traps us in a place of worry. Let, let me start by reading here. I wrote this down. I said, in the conclusion of Matthew chapter six, Jesus reminds us of what we're really actually working for, the kingdom. He tells us in verse 33, New Living Translation, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. That's what Jesus said at the end of Matthew chapter six and verse 33 in the New Living Translation. Seek the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything that you need. Now, this everything, I want y'all to hear me good. This everything does not just include material possessions. Now, if you look at Matthew chapter six, Jesus talks about how the birds of the air, uh, God takes care of them and he takes care of everything. And he he, he, he kind of reminds us, he says, listen, why would you be worried about anything when God is taking care of the, 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 the most minor of details in the universe? The things that you don't think about on a day-to-day basis, God is taking care of that. And Jesus was reminding us in this moment, I want you to remember, as we said in the, in the, uh, the previous section of this book, have you forgotten how much he loves you? Jesus said, I want you to remember how much he loves you, even though we're not perfect. Isn't it something to know that God does not require us to be perfect in order to love us? There's so many of us that won't won't love people because we we don't they don't behave the way we think they should. God does not require us to be perfect for him to love us. That's not a license for us to go out and just do whatever the heck we want to do. Right. That's not what that's saying. But it's, it's a reminder that even though we slip up and we mess up, sometimes he still loves us. And so in this moment, uh, Jesus says here, he says, seek the, seek the kingdom of God above everything else and live righteously. And he will give you everything that you need. So so what, what do we say here? That's not just a, a thing about material possessions, although he will provide he will provide those things for you. But when we talk about having perfect peace, we talk about not getting stressed out by life. He'll provide everything you need. And so what if you're saying, God, all I need is peace of mind. Lord, I got a good job. I, 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 have, I have a strong relationship. I have reliable transportation. I have a roof over my head. I have food in the refrigerator, God. I, I don't need any of those things. I need peace of mind. Well, when I'm looking at this text here, I don't see Jesus saying, the only thing I'm talking to you about is material stuff. Jesus is saying, God is going to take care of you. He'll give you everything that you need. And so even in our relationships, even in our relationships down here, our horizontal relationships, the relationships we have with one another. You'll find that marriages fall apart, that friendships fall apart, that business relationships fall apart. And there isn't anything necessarily tangible that caused them to fall apart. You'll find a lot of times that relationships fall apart because communication is lacking. You'll find that uh, business relationships fall apart not because you don't know what you're doing and I don't know what I'm doing, but you don't know. We don't know how to treat each other. We don't know how to talk to each other. 
you know, we don't trust each other. We, we do the work fine, but, but there, there's no chemistry here. Right. One of the things I often say, I'll use this as an example. One of the things I often say to people, I don't get into sports debates anymore with people anymore. Cause to me, sports fans are irrational even more so these days, but, but oftentimes you'll see a team and they'll put a bunch of uh, players together. Right. You know, you see this with the Lakers now and, you know, LeBron had gathered all these players together and, and supposedly they were all going to win a championship. And, you know, I'm old enough to remember a lot of good teams with a lot of talent being together and not winning anything, sometimes because there's no chemistry. So just because everybody knows what to do doesn't mean that, that chemistry doesn't matter. And so that's that's the point I'm making here is that sometimes things fall apart in our vertical and our, our horizontal relationships with one another while we're down here. Sometimes we things don't connect anymore. And it's not because of anything other than, than some intangibles, right? And so how does this tie in what I'm saying here? Sometimes you don't need God to do anything physically. You need him to do something spiritually, mentally. You need him to give you peace. It's, it's something going on in my head, God. It's caused me to worry. I, I got everything else that I need, God, but I'm stressed about some other things in life. And again, I don't want to go down this road. We'll, we'll, we'll do a podcast on that uh, in the coming uh, uh, months. We're going to talk about mental health as we go through this year. But but this is something that, that you know, you're starting to hear more in churches, and I applaud this, from preachers and pastors to saying to their congregation, hey, if you need counseling, you need to go get some counseling. Prayer will fix it. But God has some Bible-believing, saved counselors. Sometimes you need mental help. That, that's a side note there. So anyway, the point here, though, is that you might have everything that you need in a physical sense. But you may be saying, God, I need you to give me peace. I'm stressed about things. My job is fine, but my marriage ain't working quite right. My marriage is working right, but my job ain't quite working right. My marriage and my job is together, but my relationship with my kids ain't good. My relationship with these people ain't good. I'm struggling at my church, God. It, it may be time for me to move on, but I don't want to let these people go because I love them. But I feel like I don't belong here anymore. Whatever the case may be, th 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 there's a lot of intangibles that happen in life. I'll, I'll share this before I move on to this next section here. I was having a conversation with my wife uh, the other night. We were coming home for watch night service. And we got to talking about purpose. And one of the things I said to her was, I said, listen, I said, I was speaking about the sermon that I preached uh, for the launching of our, of our church for the Kingdom Christian Church. And I told her, I mentioned in the sermon that sometimes there's a hole in your life. And that hole for some people, that's, I don't have this problem. <laughs> some people have a hole in their life because they don't have Jesus. And they've tried to fill that hole with everything but Jesus. I said, but that hole in your life, when, it, when Jesus is missing, there's nothing that can fill it but Jesus. And, and the point I'm making here is I said to her, I said, when you think about people living out their purpose, I said, you can do things. I think I mentioned this on the last podcast as well. I said, listen, I said, there are things that you can do in your life that you're good at, but it's not what God called you to do. In fact, you could actually be in line with your purpose, but how you're using it, it's not how God called you to use it. We've heard stories before of, 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 of people who are good at, for example, they're good at music. 
and made a lot of money, sold a lot of records. But there was something that wasn't right. They weren't at peace. Because God said, I gave you this talent, these gifts to do this and to do this, but I, I wanted you to do it this way, not that way. And, and the point that I'm making here is that, again, if, if you're not doing it God's way, you can wind up being miserable. You can have all of the, the, the material possessions that you want in life and still not be at peace and still not be comfortable in your own skin and still have mental struggles. And people are looking at you saying, well, you got all this money, you got all this stuff. Yeah, but that's not what brings us happiness. Peace of mind brings you happiness. It's good to not have to worry about bills. It's good that I have to worry about money. But if you're worried about some stuff that's in, that, that, that can break your heart, that can drive you crazy, that money and that stuff ain't going to do nothing for you. Let me read a little bit further here in Overcoming Your Pharaoh. I hope this is all making sense to you all. Let me read a little bit further in Overcoming Your Pharaoh. When I talked about uh, 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 Matthew 6 and 33, let me read the next paragraph. This is a reassuring word for any of us that may be bound by worry. God will give you all that you need. Philippians 4 19 tells us he will do so according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Match that with Psalms 24 and 1, which tells us that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. And you see that everything that you need right now is already here and God controls it. Everything that we need. So even if we are talking about material things, all the money, all the things that you need for your bills, all of this, all, everything that you need, it's right there. It's right there. And God has control of, of all of it. However, let me read a little bit further here. However, Jesus takes us even further away from worry, right? He takes us even further away from worry. That is, if we're willing to go. He tells us in Matthew 6 and 34, so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Now, here's where we're going to end today. I picked up this paragraph again. I was reading ahead and uh, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about it again on next week. Here's the paragraph. Now, right here, let me, let me read this again. When I said Jesus takes us even further away from worry, that is if we're willing to go. He tells us in Matthew 6 and 34, New Living Translation, so don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Next paragraph says, isn't that what's really bothering us? Stop and think about it. As much as we really believe that we're worried about right now, we're really not. What we're really worried about is what's going to happen next. Even when you're in a tight spot, you're not thinking about right now. You're thinking about what comes next and how you'll get out of it. Your thoughts aren't on your current states. Your, your thoughts is on your future state. Isn't that something? And in the next paragraph, the first line of the next paragraph, I said, this is how the devil traps us in the what if. And takes our minds off the I am. I'm going to deal with that paragraph next week. But let me go back up here with the time that we got left. Isn't that what's really bothering us? I said, stop and think about it. 
As much as we really believe that we're worried about right now, we're really not. What we're really worried about is what's going to happen next. That's where, that's where it gets us, y'all. That's where that worry grabs us. It's not in that moment. Because in most cases, we we all right in the moment. Even if we don't feel all right. Even if you're in a space where you, uh, I'll use myself as, as an example, uh, you know, when my mom passed away. Okay, in that moment when mom passes away, okay, I'm in this moment right now. But if, if I was somebody that was going to fall apart about it, I was going to say, what's going to happen next? That's really where the devil traps us, y'all. When we get into a spot, he says, what you going to do now? What's going to happen next? And I'm not telling you that it's not human nature to have something happen and then think to yourself, man, this happened. What am I going to do now? How am I going to fix this? How is this going to work out? What am I going to do now? You're not thinking about right now. You're thinking about what happens next. So why is this critical? Again, we go back up to that previous paragraph, Matthew 6 and 34. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. He says, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own problems. He said, today's trouble is enough for today. So what am I saying here? We have to, and you don't do this. You don't do this because you heard it on a podcast. You don't do this because you were in church and the pastor told you. You don't do this because you were in a counselor's office and the counselor told you. These types of things come by practice. Just like everything else that we do, we're practicing at it. Right? Again, that conversation I was having with my wife about purpose. I said, you can be good at anything if you practice. I said, this is why we're so proficient in sin, because we practice. We, we're good at it, right? So you can be good at anything if you practice. So what I'm saying here is that this type of thing that Jesus is telling us in Matthew 6, it does not just come about. Even when you feel with the Holy Spirit, you still have to put into practice the things that will keep you out of worry. So what am I saying here? Jesus says here, don't worry about tomorrow. You got to deal with right now. And I'm saying to you all, when we talk about having perfect peace and an imperfect life, I'm telling you all right now that part of the reason that we have such stress and anxiety and all of this other stuff is because we're looking past right now. We're not saying, okay, what am I going to do right in this moment? What needs to be taken care of right in this moment? You trying to figure out what's going to happen next. And let me tell you, a lot of the stuff that we think going to happen next, if you really, really think about it, and I'll get to that before we get to the end of this chapter here. If you really, really think about it, a lot of it never happens. A lot of the things that we worry about that takes us away from peace never, ever happens. Yes, some stuff does happen. Some stuff does come to be. You know, again, one, one more time, and I don't want to keep keep going going uh, uh, on and on about this. But as my mother was passing away, when she was getting sicker and sicker, the doctors were telling us that. 
she's getting sicker. And they were telling us, if I have to be honest with you, your mom is dying. The things that are going on inside of her body are just naturally what happens to people when they're passing away. And I, and I'll share this. My mother didn't necessarily pass away from anything, right? She has some sickness. She has some complication, but the things that were happening in her body, the doctor said, Hey, this is just what happens when people are dying. This is why we know she's dying. And so in those moments, you could be worried about tomorrow or you could be dealing with right now. So I'll give you one more example before I close out on today. Again, dealing with my mom. When the doctor told me, because I was my mother's primary caretaker, when the doctor told me, Mr. Jackson, this is just what's happening. Your mom is dying. And when they sent her home before, because my mom came home, she went back to the hospital and she came home again and she passed away at home. But when they, they sent, before they sent her home the previous time, before she came home, before the last time, the doctor says, this is just what's going on in her body. And so I said, okay, I understand that. I said, but what do we do right now? When mom comes home, what do I do to take care of her? Because I was only concerned about that moment. And again, I didn't get here overnight. This is practice. I said, what do I do to take care of her right now? You're telling me that my mom is going to die but you don't even know when it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. Mom surely doesn't know when it's going to happen. So tell me what to do right now to take care of my mother each day. And when the Lord calls, he'll call and she's going to have to answer. And so the point was I could lose my mind. I could go away from peace and be stressing and straining about a doctor that says, your mom is dying. This is what's happening to your mom. She's just passing away. I could be worried about that. I could be going on and on about that. And, and, and let me say this very quickly. That conversation I had with, with that doctor at that moment, my mom lived almost another month. So had I just been sitting by the side of her bed, just worried about when it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, I wouldn't have been able to continue to do my job which was while she's here, I'm going to do everything I can to take care of her. Because number one, we don't know when that's going to happen. But number two, God's got the last word. Because I'll, I'll say this, and again, I'm done right here. That was the second time in this year, in, in 2021, that the doctors had told me that my mom was probably dying. The first time they said it, she proved them all wrong. She actually got back to her base level and she was sitting out on the couch and playing with her grandchildren and all that good stuff. So again, I couldn't get trapped in worry, which would have robbed me of my peace. I said, what do we do right now? As we said in that paragraph, that's really what's bothering us. Not, not right now. We're worried about what's going to happen next. And that was my position. I'm not worried about what's going to happen next. I'm only concerned with right now. And as the Bible says, tomorrow got its own problems. And you deal with that when it comes. But there's no sense in you creating stuff. 
that may or may not ever happen. All you've got is right now. This is how the devil traps us into worry because he has us thinking about stuff that we don't even know whether or not it's going to happen. All we've got is right now. That's the section in the book that we're dealing with, Overcoming Your Pharaoh. That's all the time that we got. I'm going to stop right here. I hope you all blessed by that. It's good to be back talking with you all, sharing with you all. And uh, we're going to pick it up again on Wisdom Wednesday. Uh, we got some thoughts to share on 2021, but uh, we hope that you enjoy what we shared on today. Let me give you the tag, as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, go to the ministry's website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. Stop by there. We do believe that you will be blessed. We also encourage you uh, to like and uh, uh, share this podcast. Um, if you have not subscribed already, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, even if you're listening on the Facebook page, subscribe to this podcast. And we will definitely appreciate you for doing so. Share this podcast with somebody if it's been a blessing to you. Um, tell somebody about it and tell them to come on over and subscribe to this podcast. We've got a lot more in store for 2020, uh, 2022, rather, if the Lord says so. Um, so we encourage you, wherever you listen to this podcast, to hit the subscribe button and tell somebody about the Purpose and Beyond podcast if it has been a blessing to you. And we would definitely, definitely appreciate um, that from you as well. Again, as we said earlier in the podcast, if you would like to support this podcast in a tangible way, uh, you can go to our Patreon page, www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond. And you can become a regular contributor uh, to the podcast and just sow into the podcast for uh, the work that we do uh, on the Purpose and Beyond podcast. That would be a blessing to us. But you can also give in a more traditional way by going to the website. The website, again, is www.krjministries.org forward slash donate. If you go right there, you can just send us a donation and we will definitely appreciate that as well. Also, if you'd like to purchase any of our written works, uh, you can go to our publishing website, the publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. If you go there, you can pick up a copy of any one of our 14 books that are there. And we believe that you'll be blessed by that. That's all the time that we've got for the Purpose and Beyond podcast. Again, we hope that you enjoyed what we had to share on today. It's good to be back with you all. And uh, if the Lord says so, we're going to get back on our schedule. Uh, but it's good to be back with you all here in 2022. Uh, again, so we hope that you enjoyed what we had to share on today. God bless you and God keep you as my prayer as always. We'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.